Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of... The Arab and the Gay. We're your hosts. I'm Haya. I'm Kevin. And we're so happy to be here for another fun-filled week. Um, how are we doing? Doing well. Yeah. Doing well. It's our last It's our last, last episode. Yeah, it is our last episode, but we're so excited. We're actually happy that we got to record this semester. Yeah, because it wasn't, a, it wasn't a guarantee. No, last semester we didn't we didn't get to record nearly as much as we wanted to and it was kind of a drag. So we're happy at least we got to do it this semester. Well, I'm just grateful that Joe and Julia are like organized enough with the yeah. radio station that they've kept, you know, they've kept things going. Cause, Shout out Joe and Julia. Because last semester I was, yeah, Fiona and I were not organized enough to keep it going. So oh. it just sort of died. Oh. Died. Died. But, but that's okay. We're here now. We're here. We're living. Thank God we're... We're doing it. We're breathing. Um, so our topic of the day today is goodbye 2020. Goodbye 2020. Thank God. Goodbye 2020. And actually, before we even get into that, I want to do a little like public service announcement mm-hmm. because an acquaintance of mine, somebody who I like didn't know real well, but knew well enough, you know, committed suicide recently. And then several weeks ago, I was at the Chaumont Park here in Paris, and I helped three other people stop a woman from jumping off of a, a bridge at the park. And, and as, she, as she came back over the railing, she was like, Jean Poupou, which means I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 2020 has been a really, really difficult year um, for everyone. I think we can we can all agree on that one yeah. way or another. It's been difficult. Uh, even if you figured out how to thrive, it's still a difficult year. Mm-hmm. But if you're feeling down, if you're feeling sad, if mm-hmm. if you're feeling like you're at the end of your ropes, please reach out to somebody. Yeah. Because it, I don't, I mean, I remember some somewhere in like a class or somewhere along the way, you know, learning, you know, suicide's a, a temporary or a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And that sounds rote and stupid and whatever, but it's true. So I just want to start this, this 2020 reflection by saying it's been a difficult year. And if, if you're feeling down, you know, reach, reach out. Somebody's, somebody, somebody's there to listen. So anyway. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my PSA for the day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Reach out to us, reach out to your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever it may be. Reach out and touch someone. Reach out and touch someone. I think that's a song. That's a song from the eighties, I think. I think so. Reach Reach out out and touch someone. No. It was a commercial or something. Who knows? Whatever. Reach out and touch someone anyway. Song or no song. Okay. (laughs) Just go for it. Um, Obviously, if you need to talk to anybody, feel free to reach out to us on any social me- on any uh, platform of social media. Uh, anything you, anyone you may know, and I know while it may seem like, or you may think like people who are actually considering it, they think like nobody cares about me. I'm alone. Nobody understands. No, people do understand. Yeah. They do want to be there for you. They care about you. Yes. So yes. it's it really yes. is a temp- um, permanent uh, solution, permanent solution yeah. for a temporary problem. Thank you. So, but I mean, this being said, you know, I've never, fortunately, I've never, I've never been so low. I mean, I've had little bouts of depression here and there, but I've never been, you know, it's never been to where like, I can't get out of bed. Right. There were, there was close, when I first moved to San Francisco, and it was really difficult. Yeah. There was like a week where it was like, it was a struggle to get out of bed. Once I got out of bed, I was fine. 
but there's like a difference. There's people like once you get out of bed, well, that's fine. But like, there are people then who can't get out the door. Right. And so that I think was my therapist a couple of weeks ago that was talking about that. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Cause like I could, it was hard to get out of bed, but once I was out of bed, I was okay. But then there are people who, okay, well you get out of bed, but then you got to get dressed and get out the door. Right. Which is a whole other like level of depression. So anyway, you know, as we reflect on this year, I just, it's nope. important to touch on that because yeah. this was a tough year, but now we're saying goodbye to her. There's only 30 days left. 30 days left. 30 days left, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we've made it. We made it through Corona. Hopefully by next year, there'll be a, um, a, an official vaccine out that will be- I hope so. That'll be working and we'll all resume our, our normal lives where we can travel and go back to work and kids can go back to school normally and we won't have to wear masks and- you know, it kind of scares me this whole this whole mask thing. Reflecting on 2020 now, I just think about how masks have really just made us so like equalizers. You know what I mean? It's just like nobody's smiling. Uh, yeah. Well, I also we also you know, hey, something we have to keep in mind is like our. In fact, Marissa and I were talking about this last night. Our experience in France mm-hmm. is different than what your family experienced in Florida, or what my family experienced in Montana. So like because Marissa and I were talking about how, how like, because I asked the question, I was like, I wonder how being in France for confinement, for COVID, for this period, like five years from now, will this have had, oh, how do I word all this? It's like, will this have had an effect on us in a way that like your family in Miami, like won't have had, like it won't, it won't be the same. Right. like, and Marissa was saying, like, we are living someplace where, like, we had to watch the news. Mm-hmm. We had to follow the law. Like, like, there were laws and rules and regulations in place that we had to, like, keep up with. Right. Whereas everything in the United States was, like, suggestion-based. Correct. Yeah. I mean, maybe not everywhere in the United States, but, like, the United States was, like, a patchwork of, of different rules and regulations. Whereas here, it was, like, there was a centralized government that was, like, well, this is what we're doing. Right. So... Well, that's what and bad then, leadership will do. And then like looking back, like like our lockdown in the spring for oh my two months. God. Oh my God. Like 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 people in people in the United States didn't have that. No, they certainly so, did not. You know, how weird was that? Just reflecting on this year is kind of crazy because it feels like it's been so long, but at the same time, it's been kind of short. Yeah. Like April, May, June, or April, March. I would say March, March to May well. kind of just was like one month. It was like just a blur it really was just a blur it was odd a blur it was and i remember i did ramadan all on my own like i had no help like i was all alone with ajin and like my roommate and and you know it was just it was it was interesting i look back at that time and i was like wow that actually happened you know you know what feels like a dream now is like our little picnics in Nundalid. Or remember when we wow. we were also we were also gonna like reflect on some traveling and our travels today. And so yeah. I'm like linking this a little bit. I mean, doesn't it feel like a million years ago that like you had your layover in Marseille and like we went and had Absolutely. We went Hey, it gets off the train in this like full white, like <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. It was really dress. cute. It was, it was super gorgeous with your hat. I look like he's like rich on. Yeah, and like she and, and like they were coming from Nice and like super tan. And, yeah. 
and we ended cute. up having this like this because I was leaving to come back to Paris that day as well and I was like walking to the train station yeah. and Hay is like oh we have a layover there it was very impromptu super impromptu just, yeah, yeah and yeah. that cute. just that just feels like a million years ago it does it really does but you know what I'm grateful for the fact that we were still able to travel over the summer and looking <gasps> back at it now the summer was actually really fun summer was super fun summer was actually really really fun like despite everything mm. it was kind of a good summer my little I, I went to Marseille in July by my I took it I like I had been wanting to go and it was a I had I had you know I lived here in high school I was down visiting my like family and fr- my my French family had to come back up to Paris for a meeting which was on a Wednesday and the following Sunday night it was midnight and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go I'm yeah. just gonna go to Marseille so I bought tickets for Tuesday morning I didn't tell anyone I was going I told mm-hmm. like two people I rented a room on Mr. B&B, yeah. uh, which is like Airbnb, but for the gays. And I took the train down to Marseille and I just had this like, I had an incredible, an incredible little solo spontaneous trip that that I want to do again. Not necessarily to Marseille, but like something- Just do it. Something like that. Yeah. God, that was fun. Yeah. That little trip was so much fun. I mean, I'm sure that sounds like a very fun time, but even just like looking back at the summer, it was really just fun. Like all the picnics, the, you had your birthday, my birthday happened. I turned 25. I'm a quarter of a century. It was like a really big deal. I went home for one month, which was so much fun. That was actually a really fun month. I like, it feels like it was a million years ago. I forget that you went home to be honest. I went home for a month. I mean, when we were talking about like last night when you were talking about like I still for whatever reason feel like the last time you went home was Christmas last year correct like he asked me a question he's like is this when you went home oh wait no what did you say I don't know I don't know but you were like is this when you went home for Christmas and I was like no this was like when I went home in August I, like, I, like I, yeah what was I doing that month I don't know I don't know you told me that everybody kind of like disappeared in August though or you were well, saying no, we Jean. hung out we were hanging out a lot with Eugene it was like me Eugene Marissa Mason I was like a lot of that. Yeah, Jean was institute. Like we did a lot of hanging out with Jean before she left. Before she but left, other sure. than that, like you know, the, the, well, the the groups like toward the end of June was just a little too much for me. But right. But August, I moved in August, so that did happen as well. Oh, he did move in. You see, I moved. Ladies and gentlemen, there has just been a, ga- a galaxy of change. I, I mean, is there a galaxy of change every year? But this year just seems so like everything's mm-hmm. just so much. It's like amplified. Correct. It's just like so much more precious. I feel like just because I don't know. Precious. It's just because. Precious. <laughs> Where is that from? E. Lord e. of the Rings. <gasps> Does he say precious? That's what he calls the ring. Remember? Precious. That's what um is it Gollum or? Ooh. Yeah, Gollum is that little creature that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wants yeah, to steal the ring about. rat, the ring bag. Like, you don't have any friends. Nobody likes you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Oh my God, but yeah, he's like, the ring is like, my precious. <laughs> okay. Oh. Hope that didn't scare anyone. <laughs> any of our younger listeners out there. Younger listeners. Under the age sorry. of like 10. Don't be listening to the Arab and the Gay <laughs> anyway. You shouldn't be listening to this. 2020. But yeah, tw- like, I don't know. Everything just seems so much more important this year because there has been such a block, like a... Like a blockade? Is that the right word? I mean, we can go with blockade. Something just, just a wall. You know, there's always a struggle to, 
there's just always a hurdle. You know what I mean? Like I have never experienced like so many difficulties in one year, but it, at the same time, it was fine. Um, I mean, you know, you know, there's so many things to overcome. We, but we're in, like we're an adaptable species. Like Correct. we adapt, which kind of scares me a little bit because if this whole like in and out of confinement, like restaurants being open, closed, open, closed, open, closed, if this is the new norm, like- I hate it. Like, I don't want this to be the new norm. No, I don't think it'll be the I new norm. I just want to go have a cheeseburger. Right. I just want to go out whenever I feel like it. And yeah. more importantly, I just want to travel whenever I feel like it. Now there has to be so much like calculations uh, and like, oh, we can't go this week because of this. And like, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, I canceled my trip home for Christmas. Correct. Because like- Correct. My nephew's got the COVID. My uncle's got the COVID. Mm-hmm. There's like, uh, it just, it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't think it's, it, it was the idea of like going home and, and trying to be safe and see people was getting to this, like a point where it was stressful enough to where I'm like, right. I don't think it's, I don't think it was worth it. Right. So that's okay. I'll just stay here and like crush it. And vibe. Vibe. Live the best life. Speaking of someone's birthday is coming up at the end of this month so kevin is a new year's eve baby 30 days from right now today's december 1st yep and he God. will be 38 a whole 38, 38. ladies and gentlemen 38. oh my god what a big deal well and so last night like laying in bed marissa and i were we did we laid there and talked we had to have talked for like three hours last night yeah. and you know she had she had talked about you know she's like what was high school like in the 90s yeah and I mean, it was super fun, but you know, I remember when the year 2000 happened, oh like, God. like Y2K, like every, like there was a whole thing that like all the computers were going to shut down. We were going to be like back into the dark ages because computers hadn't been programmed to yeah. turn over to like, what was the difference because it was like zero, zero. Well, was that 1900 or 2000? So yeah. like, anyway, obviously nothing, but like, I remember when that happened and now to be 20 years beyond that is well, 21, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's really wild. Yeah. And now like, like 38, like I'll be interested when you're 30. Cause it's like, I don't know. I feel like I woke up one day and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm 35. Like when did this happen? Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause I remember, I mean, I'm sure you've had adults who are always like, Oh, time goes so quickly. Yes. And like, always it, it does. It really does. I it's mean, when like- I was in my twenties, I was like, shut up. <laughs> But like no. now I'm like, oh. Like now that I'm 25, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I feel like 23, 24, 25, just kind of like, like, yeah. like kind of like this year, they just like meshed all yeah. together. Yeah. They like blended and I don't know what happened, but like you're talking about remembering the year 2000. I remember the beginning of this year and how everyone yeah. was thinking like, it was good. I went to this beautiful party, this New Year's Eve party. And it was like, it was Alice in Wonderland themed and it was oh, so cute. Right. It was a beautiful, right. beautiful party um that one of my friends was hosting and they 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 had like oh my god like 2020 it's gonna be our year it's gonna be the Gatsby years like all these things and like, really yes. and now it's just like oh it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was not nothing, what happened actually nothing of what we expected um yeah I didn't really know unfortunately this year let down oh, quite a bit of, of people <sighs> But New Year's is coming. Yeah, 38, 2021. Let's hope. We're excited for the new beginnings. We're going to crush it. So assuming, like assuming things return to like a little bit of normalcy, like where do you want to travel next? (gasps) Oh my goodness. I have no idea. I just want to get out. 
I need to break free. I, I want to, to break free. free. Yeah, I need to do I all of that. to break free. Freddie Mercury said it best. Yeah, like, he did. And he, better than I just did. Yeah, but, like, I mean, obviously. <gasps> I know, Excuse I know, me. but yeah. I just want to, I just want to go. I want to go to Iceland. Like I was supposed okay. to, I was supposed to go to Iceland in March. And of course the day I was supposed to go, they canceled it. Yeah. I was supposed to go to Sarajevo. Tragic. I was going to go to Sarajevo. Ugh, I know, but I want to go. But still, yeah. Like traveling, just like anywhere you want to go. I'll go to Bratislava at this point. Like, honestly, just get me out there. <laughs> like, I just want to be out. Speaking of which. Would you really I, go to Bratislava at this point? No, actually, no. no. I was kidding. I may go to Brest, actually. Shout out my Brestonians. Or people from, what are people from Brest? Brestises? Brestois. I think they're Brestois. Brestises. <laughs> I think that's the English version. The Brestois. Brestois. Yeah, I might as well go to Brest at this point. Like, just get me out. But speaking of which, your girl is going to Samaritz on christmas that'll be fun switzerland i'm gonna gonna be such a little swiss biatch (laughs) it's gonna be so much fun she's gonna put her like pigtails do you know do you know who heidi is do you know the heidi reference no heidi was a like a swiss farm girl i think like yodeled i don't know she's like she yodeled like you're gonna stand on like a swiss mountainside with like a nestle chocolate bar okay and like yodel i might she might we're gonna have to do some research into Heidi. Yeah, I may have to do that. Wow. I don't know. Heidi was a movie, like, like I want to say in like the '60s. Great. And she was a Swiss, this little Swiss bitch. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Go Heidi. Go Heidi. I mean, yeah, but it's it's gonna be fun. Like that's somewhere that I'm looking forward to right now. You're gonna leave France. I'm going to leave France and not go home. I mean, I haven't left France since February. Jesus. Jesus! Since like, February, when I went to, I mean, I, and and that was I went to Italy. I mean, I was and I was in, <gasps> I was in, were in Italy. well, I was in Naples when like Northern Italy was in lockdown, like it hadn't hit Southern Italy yet. So like <gasps> I was in Naples, true. I got I got to Naples and they were taking people's temperatures with a little gun thing as I got off the plane. Oh my goodness! And like. I was there to see my friend Francesco and like we just kind of went about like a normal visit like seeing each other and walking around right. and eating at Osteria della Matonella. Oh my god. Which I told Francesco I'm like when this is done like I'm coming and we're going to have a really so there's this we're going to talk travel here for a second in in Naples which ladies and gentlemen if you have not been to Naples Italy go. Yeah. It is it's it's special because it's a it's a European city, a large, you know, it's 3 million people or so, the whole like metropolitan area. But it's it's a European city that hasn't been overrun with Airbnbs and tourists and hotels. It's still like a city you go to and like the people are from there and they've stayed there. And it's really special. I think Naples is, I think Naples is, oh, email. Sorry, guys. Uh, Naples is Naples is special, but anyway, there's this small little restaurant called Osteria della Matonella, and Matonella are tiles, mm-hmm. like like you have tiles on the wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it's it's run by this like Italian grandma. Cute. And the food is so it's just it and so it's it's like my special place with Francesco. So. Shout out Francesco. Like, I just, I want to go and like have a bottle of wine and have yeah. her like eggplant Parmesan and her like meatballs and like some pasta. Yeah. And they're like, 
the dessert. Oh. So question, mm -hmm. what was your favorite memory and your least favorite memory of 2020? What was the pit and the peak? The pit was definitely during the first lockdown. Right. There were some days where like, for me during the first lockdown, I was fine until like 1 p.m. And then I was fine from like 6 p.m. until I went to bed. But there were some days where in the afternoon I was, I was lying on my bed and I felt, I don't know if it was hopeless or- mm, Helpless. Help, I mean, helpless, sure. helpless, hopeless, lost, confused, depressed. Yeah. I mean, that was where it was like, there were a couple of days where I was like, okay, you need, you have to get up and go for a walk. You got, yeah. you got to, you got to get out. You got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go. Yeah. So that was, I think that was, I think that was the pit for sure. The peak. I mean, we, I did have fun this summer. It was fun. Like I went and visited my French family. Yeah. We had a fun time in Brest. Um, oh my Brest. I mean, my trip to Marseille, my trip to Marseille, I was like, I went alone. I stayed with a little gay couple. Yeah. Had a little bit of fun with them. <laughs> like met, um, like I was sitting at, like outside of a bar one night talking to my sister and this like 60 some year old Englishman heard me. And so we ended up sitting there talking and like having some beers. What was this? In Marseille. Really? Yeah. Cute. He was, and this dude was like super trashy, but there was something about him that I was like, okay. I, like, I like, yeah. He like had four children, didn't like any of them. Like it was, it was terrible. It was terrible, but it was sort of like Funny. Okay. great at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I remember I went to a Syrian restaurant for dinner that night. Cute. And like the people were so I remember nice. When you a picture. People were so nice. Yeah. Um, what other exciting things happened this year? I guess that was, what about you? Exciting things. Or what, 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 what was the pit and the peak? The pit and the peak, let me think. Well, for me, I never, this is gonna sound a little arrogant, but Whatever. I never really have bad times. No, you don't. Well, that's the, that's the beautiful like part of your personality. Thank you. Yeah, that's like. Well, wait, just kidding. There was a peak. There was a pit. Sorry. Well, sure. I mean, of course. Of course, of yeah. Course. But um, there absolutely was. Where uh, during. But like, like to be able to say that you're somebody who doesn't, like that's like. Yeah, like, it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's nice. I have to say it is yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. But there was at the beginning of the year, right before lockdown, actually during like Feb end of February, like early March, like I was having some family issues. I was having some health issues. So there was a lot of that going on. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, I yeah. did have some health issues. So that yeah. was kind of scary. Yeah, and I then, yeah. And then um, I had issues with my family, which was obviously not good. No bueno whatsoever. And so that was definitely the pit. However, the peak, now the peak, honey. Now the peak, she was the peak. <laughs> now the peak, baby. Capital P, period, capital E, period, capital A, K. <laughs> like it was just, it was a lot of learning, a lot of soul searching. You know, I lived away from my family for a year, which is something I'd never done before. Um, I did Ramadan on my own. I pretty much completed my master's. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. We're pretty much we're done. done. God, I'm so glad. It's like another thing to like add to the list of things that, you know, that I've completed. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. Accomplishments for sure. And so there was some traveling. And when I went home in August, I had the best time. Like I really, really did have a good time. I know you didn't want to come back. I really didn't want to come back. It was so much fun because I did a lot of like bonding with my siblings, which I, something I don't really, I never like really did that often. We like hung out every day. Um, I really got closer with a lot of my friends too. I had never, I had never cared so much or felt like people had cared for me as much as they did then. And I remember one day we went to the beach and it was such a fun day. Like we were at the beach all day. It was like a big group of us. It was like 10 of us. Um, they were like trying to convince me to go to Orlando with them to go to Disney World or like to go to Universal. And they were just being so sweet. And, you know, it was just, that was a really good time. I like looking back at, I like remembering things and looking back and thinking like, oh, wow, that was actually a lot of fun. And when I think about it, I think like, oh, wow, that happened. I feel like that happened yesterday. But in reality, it was kind of a couple months ago already, more than that, a few months ago. What do you think you've learned this year? What have I learned? Like about yourself, about just whatever. Take that in whatever direction you want. What have I learned? I've learned just growth. I think I realized that I can't do this on my own. I'm I'm good. Like you know, I'm. It really is just. It is what it is. Life is just like a a treadmill. It just life is like like you know what it is a treadmill. Life is just like a treadmill. You just got to keep walking on it. Like you just got to keep like you got to you got to power through. No matter how sweaty and exhausted you may be, that treadmill doesn't stop for nobody. You just gotta unless you know. I feel like you said something to me earlier this year because you're like, because you're oh because you made a comment. You're like, you're like I feel like. Did you say I feel like adulthood? No, you said that. I fe- you're like, I feel like life is just like, there's always something you have to deal with. Yes. And I was like, welcome to adulthood. Yes. Like that doesn't stop. It just always happens. There's always something to deal with. Like God, always putting out fires. Yeah. There's always putting out fires. Well, not always. Often. So, yeah, sometimes that's true. Maybe that's, you know. I feel like I'm always putting out a fire sometimes. Really? So, yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like my life is pretty, like, I don't, I don't have a lot of fires to put out. Maybe I don't. Maybe I But I mean, I don't have, you know, I don't, like, I'm single and I don't have children and like, you know, I'm 37. So it's not like I've been like living with my family recently. Like, like my fires, I feel like if there's a fire to put out, it's one that I set. (gasps) Girl, I set my own fire. (laughs) I put my own fire out. I'm like, give me my extinguisher. (laughs) He you know something a fire that I always have these damn pictures I bought these pictures because I want to spruce up my apartment because I was like if we're going back into confinement I want to finally put up some decorations after a year of living here mind you a year of already living here I never put up decorations and now I'm like okay I'm gonna do it now I I obviously can't put holes in the wall because this is a rental I don't own it and my landlord was like please don't use nails however nothing has worked command strip you suck nothing is working yeah sorry sorry. a little sticker isn't gonna cut it (laughs) but oh another thing i want to talk about as my peak though i met anwar so i mean yeah for those of you that don't really know me (laughs) uh, (laughs) 
I was in a relationship that was obviously bad for me. And now I'm in a relationship that is so good for me. Was it bad for you? It wasn't bad. I don't want to say it was bad, bad but either. it just wasn't right. It was, yeah. You're, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yes. It like just it was not, right. he was, he was a good guy. Yeah. And now it just wasn't right. It just wasn't yeah. right. And now like when I'm with Enmore, it makes sense. Yeah. We, we make a ton of sense. Yeah, and, you do. And you know, I've never felt so comfortable in a relationship before the way I do. Because, you know, we come from the same culture where we understand each other. We're both Muslim. Like, you know, we both have same, similar um, like interests, ambitions, all those good things. And I've come to the realization that in order for a relationship to work, you kind of have to have that, no? Like, you know, people kind of think like, oh, like love is enough. But unfortunately- No, it's not. The reality is, is that it absolutely- That's the American like fairy tale. But it's not. It's not. It's not. People used to get married because like you had like five cows and he had seven sheep. And like together you had like a- like that's why people used to get married. So like yeah. that hasn't really changed. Well, in Arab culture, no. Fair enough. But but just in general, it's like people are like, oh, I'm just in I'm so in love. But like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That like once that ship sails, right. what do you have in common? Correct. And it is difficult because I last last November when I was in Ghana, literally one year ago, um, I was talking to Karen, Karen Thompson, yeah. one of our guests who was on our show. And I was crying and I was telling her about my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, I'm so sad because you know. I don't know what to do anymore. And she's like, well, it seems like you've kind of outgrown him. Yeah. And it really occurred to me that in order for you to be with someone, have a partner, you you want to grow together. You have to grow together. You have to grow together. That's why, that's why so many. You have to water each other. That's garden. why so many, you have to garden, garden, garden. jardin. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I think that's, that's why a lot of, that's why in particular, I, think that getting into a, I mean, I root for you and Anwar because I think you do make sense, but I think and a lot of times when people get into relationships too young, mm -hmm. you know, when you marry someone, when you marry someone, when you're like 23, 24, marriage. like, like you haven't hit your late twenties yet. Like late twenties are bumpy. Like even your sister's like, yeah. your sister was like, yeah, yeah it's stupid. Yeah. Like late twenties are stupid. And like, that's like, you're still growing. Yeah. And so to, to be able to meet someone at like the age of 25, who like five years down the road, you're still growing in the same direction. That's nice. It happens. Yeah. But I don't think it happens a lot. But I think that's nice, right? You if want... you, absolutely. Yeah. But, but that's what happens. I think people get married so quickly and so young because they're like, oh, we're in love. Da, 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 da. And then it's like, your late twenties happen, early thirties, and you're like, "Oh shit, we don't have anything in common." Or, or, or you grow in. Though, I think that was a bit of a boomer thing. We'll see. Like a gen, like the boomer generation for sure. Mm. Because I've I've come to realize that that a lot of the times, like you notice that everyone from our parents' generation is divorced. Almost everybody I know from our parents' generation is divorced, and now divorce rates are actually going down. Are because, they? Because yes. Because millennials are actually waiting. waiting. They're yeah. taking into account the women, women actually have a voice now where they can talk about what they want or what they don't want. They don't need to like just marry just for like, you know, um, economic proposition. They, they don't need to just marry for, you know, just to get, well, for me in my, in my case for Arab women, you know, it really was an economic proposition. It really was for women just to get out and, you know, get out from under her parents and be able to have her uh, some kind of freedom. But now that that doesn't that's not important anymore. It's not as important, I should say. It's still important, but 
there's other priorities now, like getting an education. Education. Educated. Educated. Masters. Masters. (laughs) We're so educated. (sighs) But so. Shout out AUP. AUP, girl, you gave us everything. Yeah. Oh, and actually, Marissa and I were talking about this last night too. That like, my goodness, <laughs> talked about we, we talked about. Every, I mean, we like we finally like three a.m. I'm like, all right, I'm really starting to fade off, like doze off here. Right. And then we were out, but you know, she was. She talked. To, she mentioned like feeling like, like throughout this master, like AUP is not necessarily the most rigorous education on the planet. No. But she's like, she's like, I feel like. I have more confidence to like take on, take on whatever comes at me. Yeah. And I was, and I like the way she said that because the truth is, is you moved across the ocean, Mm -hmm. started your life over in a foreign country. And you also, you didn't move to London. Yeah. You didn't move to Sydney. Right. You didn't like, you moved someplace where. Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. Like you moved someplace where, although you can definitely get around Paris without speaking French, like it's still a bit of a struggle. Yeah. So to be able to, to, to now have done this, and this is what I was telling her, like, like, I don't know if you, you won't necessarily know this yet, but like going forward, when you're faced with situations and scenarios that other people might find daunting, Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, Oh, I got it. Yeah. You're going to be like, no big deal. Yes, girl. So, so like, So because, because we're not there yet, you haven't faced that yet, but I promise you like five years down the road, like something's going to happen. And you're like, I got, I got that. It. I got that. Absolutely. I moved, like, I'm like, I got that. I've crossed countries for crying out loud. I don't need this, <laughs> but I absolutely, but also I understand that AUP, yeah, wasn't the most rigorous education, but I feel like not only in life experiences, but there was just so much that I that I grew. I yeah. I, I learned a yeah, lot. Yeah, we're all of different. Things. We're all different than when we got here last year. We are very different, and I feel like I don't know. I've got so I I received many things. Yeah, I'm a tr- and the the friends that I feel like we made here, and like the people that are closest to me, which is obviously Kevin, Marissa, Jean, um, the friends that I made. They just I know we're going to be friends for life. You know, I think, I think we're kind of not going to go anywhere. And I feel like that's been really nice. nice. You know, I don't, well, that's, what's fun about like doing things like this and like, who knows where you'll end up after this, whether you stay here or like, that's one of the things that I love about life is kind of accumulating friends throughout the different stages. Yeah. Like I've got my Seattle friend. I've got my, I, I have Montana friends. I mean, I don't talk to them too much, but, but they're there. Yeah. You know, then I've got my friends from undergrad. Right. Then I have my Chicago friends. Yeah. Then I've got my San Francisco friends. Right. And like now I've got my Paris friends. Yeah. And so one of the things that I love about life and getting older is just like accumulating different friendships along the way. Mm-hmm. And like some continue, some don't, but like, but in fact, in fact, when I was, uh, my friend Heather came to visit me in San Francisco and we and somebody, let's see, and Heather's a friend from Montana. She was a friend in high school. And then we were out with 
people that I knew from college. Mm -hmm. And then we bumped into somebody that I knew, like, like I had like, I had like three different friend groups together from yeah. like different eras in my life. And it was really was fun. Was it? Yeah, it was okay. Fun. I was gonna say, was it weird? I no, feel like it wasn't weird. Mixing friends is always difficult for me. It can be difficult, it's but like, like but, but my friends are always usually cool. pretty cool people. Yeah. So like, it didn't matter. That's not yeah. a, that's not an awkward thing. Right, for right, me. Right. Usually it's for me though. I can't handle it. Mm. I can understand that. Yeah. Well, well, no, I, uh, there was a guy, I remember a guy that I lived in the dorm with uh, in Seattle. He was from like south of Tacoma. And we always wanted him to like bring his friends up so we could meet them. And he was like, he's like, I don't mix friend groups. Yeah, it's tough. And that was like, it, we were like 18, 19 years old. I don't know how he like. It's difficult. But even at that age, he's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're different friend groups. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I kind of get it now, but. I will say one thing that I'm, this is totally side note. Like, yeah, whatever. But whatever. Um, I'm a little more, I do speak more French now, but I feel like I should be better from, than where I'm at. But yes, you, you know should what? be, but that's okay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but look, I actually, I actually, I, I speak to people in French now. Like I, You do, you got cheese. You ordered you cheese today in French. I did. I, I, I did the whole thing. Normally, like I remember last year, I went, bless you, he's about to say his, <coughs> bless his little soul. Excuse me. But normally, like I would never do that. I, I didn't have the confidence to do that. And, and before confinement, when I was buying my pictures and everything, I, I felt very Parisian. I was just walking. I, I, I usually take an Uber, but I didn't. I had like a bunch of stuff. I had, I had like these gigantic picture frames, this plant, and I took it on the metro. Did you really? I did not take an Uber home because my phone was gonna die. So I couldn't. I obviously couldn't like call an Uber, and I, and I didn't want to use it. But I, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna be on the metro with a plant, and everybody was looking at me. But I just felt like, oh, like I'm so laissez faire. Like I don't like, whatever. Who cares? Like yeah. You know, me. that is one thing, you know, it, it took me a while, but like, I, I really, I do love living here. I do like, and Kevin and Marissa and I went on a morning walk and it was just so beautiful. Like I was looking around and I was like, this is a really beautiful morning. It was like kind of sunny and like, it was like really orangey and folly. And, and yeah, I mean, we get to precious. like, we get to like, we live in Paris. Like, the, like, 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 this is so like. It's so pretentious it, to say it. But it's, it just is what it is. But like, this is people's dream. Like, it is, like, I oh know. God, I love to live in Paris. I love to live in Paris. Love to live in Paris. Which, I, which, I, which was funny because I was talking to Enwar about it. And he's like, my goodness. He's like, Americans are so obsessed with Paris. Yeah. He's like, you must be a celebrity back home. And I was like, kind of, yeah. Because my dad literally tells everybody I live here. Like he tells strangers, like his customers, or my daughter live in France. Like he always <laughs> my daughter who lives in Paris. And they're always like, wow, Paris, she's so lucky. I wonder what my family says. I've never. Do they? I mean, I, well, I should. Yeah, I've never thought about yeah, asking. My, my like, dad is obsessed with me like telling people that I live in Paris. See, I don't think my dad cares at all. Okay. Like he's just so underwhelmed by everything that I do that like. No, he Kevin, is. That's it's okay. Not true. It's, yeah, he that's is. not true. It's okay. But I don't. I, that's not true. I don't think so. I Kevin has a lovely father. By I, the way. Yes, love my, but, but, um, but I I don't know if I necessarily imagine him like telling people that I'm getting my master's degree in Paris out of like a sense of pride. Mm. Like it's just like this is what he's doing. I think you have to keep in mind like my we come from a place that's kind of like just very closed off ish, and 
I'm the first person in my family to do something like this. Yeah. You know, it's not really comp like my sister, my siblings never went to to Paris to like live here. Yeah. You know, and like did it all on their own and stuff like like my sister just moved to Jordan, but we're kind of we're already from there. We have an apartment there and we have a house there and you know, and we obviously have a family there and a farm and everything, you know. Obviously Jordan is our second home, but for me, this is a completely foreign place. It's like, I don't speak the language. And so my dad was just like, wow, like good for you. And like, when I was telling him I want to go to Switzerland, he's been calling me every single day. And he's like, have you booked yet? Like, I'm so excited for you to go. He's like, I'm so excited for you to go. Like you should go, you should go, you should go, you should go. Because he's like, Hey, you know something? Women like you impress me. Like women who know how to like people like you impress me because you really do live life to the fullest. And I was like, dad, thank you. You so really nice it was really sweet and he's like he's like I love it like I just love the fact that you you never hold back you kind of always just want to do the things that you want and I'm really proud of you for that it was really cute I almost started crying it was yeah my dad's sweet I'd love to hear something like that well no because seriously like I came over here in high school I was 16 years old and I moved and lived with a family who I couldn't communicate with that's impressive nobody cared oh there was nobody cared I got home and it like nothing, no one, no one in my family was like, wow, that was really awesome. Like, I can't believe you did that. Like there was never, like, I was like. That's actually gonna make me cry. Yeah, it actually like, as I got older, I'm like, like nobody, nobody cared. And then like my younger brother, like. Well, when you got home, weren't they like, oh, Kevin, how was your trip? How was this, how was that? Sure, I mean, they were curious, but like not once did anyone ever say like, that was really cool. Yeah. Like. I mean, not in my family, like other people, like other people have, other people in my life have, right, but right. like not your family. nobody, I, to my, no, I mean, I may, I guess I could be wrong. I mean, that was 20 years ago now at this point, but, yeah. but looking back, I don't ever remember being, I mean, the following year I came back after high school graduation and my dad and stepmom came with me. And that was the first time my dad had ever left the United States. What? Yeah. Yeah, I had, he had never, by the time I was 17 years old, I had like, yeah, he'd never left the United States. He'd never, really? well, he grew up poor and all he did was work and work and work and work and oh, work. Well, so, um, but I remember we were down visiting my host family and we're like sitting by the pool and my dad looked at me. He's like, I can understand why you wouldn't want to come home. Aww. I do remember that. He's like, I can understand why you'd want to stay here. Um, well, there you go. So. Uh, you also have to keep in mind our fathers are very different our families are very different my dad is very expressive and emotional and like he really tells like he's really he really loves my siblings and I like he's always like telling us how like happy he is and blah 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 and all that stuff which is so sweet but times it can be annoying where it's just like all right we get it like like you know mine's the opposite there's like no emotion your father is just more practical I feel like and he's just kind of more not stern, but just serious, you know? He's just a serious man. And I don't feel like he's gonna clap for you just because, you know, you went to, you know, you did like a- Yeah, no, he doesn't. Correct. But it would be nice to get a little bit of credit it sometimes. Would, but it's okay. Yeah, I know. You know it's I okay. mean, it, it is what it is. I it mean, is I'm, I'm used to it at this point, yeah. but- But I'm sure they Sometimes are I do still like, you know, it's, it's nice to get a little bit of validation from time to time. Yeah, for sure. And it mostly because like- But, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well. My younger brother, I mean, I find him to be a completely unremarkable human being. Okay. <laughs> like, he's a, like, no, he's un, he's unremarkable. Okay, um, fair. B- but, like, he gets, like... Oh, he gets credit? 
Yeah. Oh. And it's like, really? Oh, that can be annoying. That's where it's annoying. It's like- That's frustrating. Like, wait, you're like- Right. Like he, like they allowed him to drop out of high school because he was too smart. He was just what? too smart. He just could like, so he got his GED, right? And started college when he was 16, which he ended up, which didn't work out because he was too young. It was not a good, but yeah, he was able, because he was too smart. And I'm like, wait, okay. So when I was 16, I like went across the ocean, like learned yeah. another language. Yeah, he did. And I don't get credit for that, but my younger brother's too smart. So he gets to drop out of high school. Ridiculous. Like, like that's kind of ridiculous. Like that's where it's like, doesn't add up, doesn't add up. Yeah, that's unfair. Yeah. So that's, that's stuff like that. It's like, it's like this little shit gets credit for things that are Correct. completely unremarkable that, yeah. that I already did, but you know. That's fair. But I was like, remember today, like on our walk today, I was saying, well, my sister has always been like, oh no, like, because she's the, she's like the smarter one who always got accepted to like the best schools. And she always did well in school. And, you know, my parents are very proud of that. So they, every time she did anything, they were like, Oh, Noor, like the, the holy one, Noor. But me, I get awarded. <laughs> I got awarded for like, I, what was it? I, I worked an event and um, I worked an event and they gave me like a extra award, something for being like extra good, awesome, whatever, for being like so helpful. And I remember they had an award ceremony for us and the owner or the, the event, um, the event owner, I don't know what he was, but I guess he he was the guy who founded the, the event. His name was Brian Lee Schrager, or Lee Sh Brian Schrager, something like that. Um, he, he invented the South Beach Wine and Food Festival, which is a huge deal. And he was awarding he was awarding us for like our hard work. And I remember I was telling my mom, I was like, mom, like I'm getting awarded for this. And she was like, I, mama, I can't go. The toilet is clogged. <laughs> she was like fixing our toilet. She was like calling a plumber, which I get, but like, come on. Like, come on, come on, mom. Like I only get awarded this every, you know, every lifetime. Every <laughs> so it's only once in a lifetime, you know, but whatever. I'm never going to get the most helpful award again. So, so yeah, come out for my award. Come off of my award. But whatever. But it happens, you know, so. these things happen, but you know, there, there have been times where I've been like, Oh my God, my family doesn't care about my accomplishments. Yeah. But now yeah. I look back at it and I, I realize it really made me a better person <laughs> just because I feel like I, I get thick skin. Yeah. If you guys listen to our last episode, you know what I'm talking about. The memories. Our one. memories. Yeah. I mean, me memories. climbing out of a window. There you go. Like the corners of my, my mind. mind, misty watercolored memories. Thank you for that. Of the way we were. Thank you for listening to me sing, ladies and gentlemen. That was really good. So 2020, it's almost over. As is, we 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 should start winding this down a little bit. Okay. Let's wind her down. I mean, down. 2020, you have been filled with laughs, lots of, lots of bonding, I should say. Yeah. There has been quite a bit of bonding. Bonding has happened. And bonding. also like, so I was at the gym last night. Ooh. And you. I, as a gay man going to a gay gym, sometimes fun will happen. Oh. And it happened last night. Stop. But I... it's a guy, but hold on. It's a guy that that I actually hooked up with the gym several months ago. Of course. 
as these things happen. And so it happened again. Like I saw him last night and we were chatting and I was like, it just feels so good to like come back to the gym and right. be able to work out. And he's like, yeah, and do other things. <gasps> and so we like motioned up to the, like, so we went up to the locker room and like went into the shower and like, and it was that, it was hot. But, but when I left the gym, it wasn't even, it wasn't even about that. It was the connection, yeah. the spontaneity, yeah. the like, it was just fun. Well, yeah, but, it, but it wasn't about, it, it was, it was, it was, for me, it was like, like I left the gym, I cried. What? Yeah. I like, it felt so good to be touched, to like not meet someone, but like to, 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 to be out and about to meet someone, to have something spontaneous happen where you're touching, you're kissing, there was connection. And yeah, it was hot, but it was, but, but when I left, I'm like, it wasn't even about that. It was just like the whole, that just, we've been, we've been so deprived of that. Yeah. We've been deprived of the, like the tactility and the, uh, the, the intimacy and the like, you know, it's like put on a mask and don't touch other people. And right. so to, last night to be touched and felt and oh it was really wonderful yeah I missed that like yeah. it just oh I did I felt like I felt like a hundred pounds had been lifted off of me right it was it was it was so lovely shout out to Massimo shout out Massimo for giving Kevin the oh it just the BJ of a lifetime <laughs> it was so hot oh <laughs> I'm like biting my skin thinking about okay. it. Okay. Mm, sorry, that went a little X-rated there. So. So hopefully 2021 will bring that back to my life. We'll bring more of that for sure. Because it's a lot of fun. It was. It's one of the. Sure. It's one of the little like perks of going to the gym sometimes. Sure. There wasn't there an episode of Sex and the City where she's like, "Well, men, gay men, obviously go to the gym yeah, because something might happen." Because they have uh, what? How does she put it? She's like. Uh, you know, the gay men have to have the potential of sex at the gym. She's like, if straight men had that, they go to the gym all the time too. Yeah, very true. It's true. No, it's very true. It's absolutely true. But in fact, I'm hoping maybe he'll be at the gym later too. Okay, thank you so much for listening to our goodbye 2020. We look forward to seeing you all in the new year. Um, 2020. Yeah. Thank you for all the lessons, really. All the bonding, the yeah, lots of good memories. I have to say, there have been a lot of good memories. I mean, it, I think maybe it's one of those things where, like, living in it right now is kind of shit. Right. But like, like I don't look back. Like, I don't feel like I'm gonna look back on this year and think like, oh my god, what a horrible year. No. You know. No, it'll be like it'll it was a fine. frustrating year. Correct. I think. But I'm hoping. You know, you were talking just a minute ago. You talked about thick skin. Like, I'm hoping that this. In a, in a way that this makes us stronger. Yeah, it absolutely will. Because next next pandemic, you'll probably be prepared. Next pandemic, I'll be like, I gotcha. <laughs> Got this little I, Although I don't know, but but let's let's hope we don't have to, let's hope we don't have to do this again. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Haya. I'm Kevin. And, and we are the Urban Happy the New Year. Happy New Year. From, Love y'all. From, yeah, from the Urban the Gay. Peace out. Bye.